Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. I am your host, Ashutosh Garg, and today I'm delighted to welcome a very, very well-known author of Indian origin from Istanbul, Turkey, and De Silva. And welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Ashutosh. I'm truly honored to be on your show. Thank you. Uh, Anne is a best-selling author. Uh, she's uh, involved with cultural inclusion and diversity, uh, and she speaks on them. She's a, a, a woman-empowered talk show host uh, when she talks about, uh, and her show is called Anne Talks Woman Enough. And uh, she's a human, humanitarian CR, CSR initiative, uh, which is called India Heart. She's a global goodwill ambassador, and amongst many of her awards, she was awarded the Women's Leader for 2021. So, and uh, I'm so delighted to have you on my show. Let's start talking about your book, uh, Sand and Sea and Child of Two Worlds. Tell me about both your books. This is um, Sand and Sea, uh, Footprints in the Sand, the current okay. bestseller. Uh -huh. And this is the second book, which is uh, Child of Two Worlds. Mm -hmm. And since I live in Turkey, I should say them in Turkish as well. So Sandency is called Kumbe Deniz. Mm -hmm. And uh, Footprints in the Sand is Kundaki Ayak Isleri. Okay. And that's the first book. Mm -hmm. And the second one is Child of Two Worlds, mm -hmm. which is Iki Dunyada Chujuk. So my book, actually, um, I actually created a niche for myself as a travel writer. Mm -hmm. You know, when I left the corporate world, that's something I wanted to pursue my CSR, you know, uh, making a difference in the world with my voice. Mm -hmm. And I love writing mm -hmm. uh, both poetry and prose. So wow. that's okay. how my journey started. Mm -hmm. I was, uh, I am very intrigued by old cultures coming mm -hmm. from India. That's a very normal one for us. Mm -hmm. We are very old culture and society mm. but I also am very intrigued by the history of Turkey you mm -hmm. know mm. Turkey as a country had various locations the Ottomans you know Correct. the rule of the Byzantines you know the land talks to me and you know when the poet in me comes out there's no controlling that wow. so this book was basically a trilogy about respect to nature mm -hmm. and that everything comes from nature and mm. every time mankind disrespects disrespects nature mm. nature reforms mankind mm. and then the whole concept of love where does it come that is also witnessed in nature mm. because the sand and sea can never be separated mm. so that's the analogy of wow. uh, okay. true love can never wow. be separated mm. and how true love calls out to people because our human body is made of sand and sea. I mean, mm -hmm. we've got water in us and we are solid as well, Correct. you know. So mm -hmm. the coarseness of ego is mm -hmm. the sand and the moisture, the mother in everybody, the feminine in everybody is the sea. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so mm -hmm. this whole journey of soulmates between India and Turkey, and of course it has uh, reaped its rewards by making the relationship between India and Turkey much better. Absolutely. You know, it's been uh, it's mm -hmm. been awarded uh, the Peace Prize Awards also mm -hmm. because it talks about, you know, today we are in an educated society, but we are deprived of expression of speech. Mm -hmm. We are trolled if we say we choose something. Mm -hmm. But the truth of us today is that education has to open our minds mm -hmm. to respect individual choices, mm -hmm. you know. 
whether it's spiritual choices or it's orientations mm. or it is you know a location preference people don't have to take it personally mm. they have to understand that the individual matters and so this whole soul journey of this Correct. individual woman mm. not looking for the knight in shining armor but the mm. woman of today to pursue mm. her dreams to fight for them mm. to go and get them Mm. and not to forget that we are spiritual beings having a human experience mm-hmm. you know so this whole spirituality of uh, the single universe where mm. everybody is one is mm. what this trilogy is about wow. the first one is the whole soulmate quest mm. and the second one is about something amazing that turkey did which we saw in our lives mm. which was the syrian war mm-hmm. and this iki dunya da chujuk is the syrian refugee child who gets rehabilitated and mm. you know she is the soul child of somebody mm. because if there is an orphan somewhere there is some soul parent mm. looking for that child oh nice all yeah. we need is to have a place in our heart to give that love you know amazing amazing and you know given the fact that you've been in turkey for all of 3 years you are speaking yeah. turkish very fluently well done Thank congratulations you. so tell, also also tell me a little bit about your poetry because when i was reading about you this aspect didn't come out yes actually you know my publisher also told me it's going to be a grand failure mm-hmm. because you know people are so used to doing things in a structured manner when you come with the out of the box thinking mm-hmm. it's usually shot down Correct. so they said that you know poetry with prose will never fly mm-hmm. but contrary to that all my readers have loved the poems between mm-hmm. the a protagonist between uh, the sand and the sea when they talk mm. about their love mm. between the child and the woman you know mm. so they have loved the you know in depth expression of mm. love mm. through poetry you Amazing. know and so poetry became a success in a prose book which was not what publishers thought fantastic yeah. and tell me a little bit about when did you start uh, writing ah Now that's a good one. You see uh, my family has always held that one against me till I became an author mm-hmm. because I've been writing since I was a child but mm-hmm. I used to not write um, a prose. I used to write poetry since mm-hmm. the age of 6 7. You know talking in rhyme was something they mocked me as a kid saying she mm-hmm. makes everything rhythmic you know. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So po- poetry was very natural for me. I think mm-hmm. you know deep down my soul is an old soul and it connects to the rhythms of the universe you know okay. so i used to love to talk like that you uh, know the rhyming and everything else and i always uh, kept a journal so i have poems that go back to my you know young age of 6 mm. 7 when i was in a very naive very innocent looked at the world very mm. differently mm. to the woman that i've become today so mm. yes i always did that but you know life happens to all of us after mm. we finish our education everyone's in the rat race the 9 mm. to 5 and then you know you have to muster the courage to say because we live in a beautiful time that gives us the option mm. to move away from structured to unstructured yeah. from yeah. learning to unlearning and that's a really a spiritual journey and another conversation for another time absolutely but you know i i took that journey yeah fantastic and my next question and is for all our young viewers and listeners mm-hmm. what makes one a good writer authenticity mm-hmm. uh, vulnerability mm-hmm. and bravery 
Mm. Because most of the time uh, when you're writing, you're writing to impress somebody. Mm. You're writing to be the best in that genre. You're mm -hmm. writing to send a very powerful message, even though deep inside you feel wounded and you damaged and those things hurt you. Mm. And you don't want to share it with the world because they're going to judge you. They're mm. going to put you in a box and say, oh, that's like a broken vase. Mm. But, you know, broken vases are pieces of art. Mm. The day you muster the strength to be authentic mm. to whoever you are, whatever your journey was, because mm -hmm. we never chose our families. We Correct. were placed by the universe in our families. Mm. Life happened to us when we were kids. Damages have happened to children when mm. they were young. You know, like, for example, the story of an orphan. No orphan would want to be an orphan, but that's the destiny they were given. Correct. When you show your vulnerability, when you show your, you know, wound, the the reader instantly knows it is authentic. Mm. And that's when the tears come. Mm. That's when the connection comes. Mm. And that's when people say that, you know, this book touched my heart, you know, so. As an author, people have to realize if you're walking that path, you've got to be brave. Mm. You know, you've got to be authentic and vulnerable. I agree with you. And I've always said this, anybody who's an author, I have a lot of respect for because they're willing to put their deepest thoughts out in the open and be willing to uh, accept brick, brick bats and of course, lots of love as well. Yes, yes. But you see, the brick bats are immaterial Correct. because it's also coming whenever I get a brick bat from somebody mm. or a troll uh, saying something nasty. I feel empathy because that's a hurting person. Mm. They don't want to accept that that wound is also theirs. Mm. So they're hitting out. <laughs> but truly, it has touched them too. Correct. But they just don't want to say that. They yeah. want to show the persona that I'm strong and mm. this is rubbish. And what is this vulnerability? And what is these journeys? But deep down, it has touched them. So mm. I really love these trolls and negative uh, comment <laughs> well people. Said. Well yeah, said. because they bring out, they bring, they show me the light in them. Well said, well said. And one more question regarding writing, and then I'll move to the next segment. Uh, yes. Do you have a specific work schedule when you write or when you are in the frame of writing? Uh, then you no, just write. I'm a flow person. Mm -hmm. I'm a totally flow person. Like mm -hmm. in my book, I've written about various cities. And I wrote about the cities after I traveled in Turkey to those cities. It's mm -hmm. like I connected with the land, mm -hmm. the history, because you see, I believe that we all are spirit. And, you know, people who've lived hundreds of years before us, mm -hmm. they have left their happiness when they have gone and mm -hmm. they've also left their sorrow. Mm. So you can feel that in the land, you know, and I feel a story needs to lead the author there. Mm. It needs to unveil itself. You know, I'm getting goosebumps saying that, but <laughs> it, it, it needs to it needs to speak to you. Nature, mm. nature wants you to be the listener. Mm. And when Very you nice. listen, you learn. Very nice. So uh, and I'm going to move to your other avatar, which is uh, as a cultural inclusion and diversity speaker. Yeah. First, tell me. Why is it that DEI has become so important and so relevant today? It is, a, it is extremely imperative in today's times. Mm. Because today's times brag about uh, degrees and diplomas and PhDs and what they so call themselves the educated uh, era. Mm -hmm. But they are completely illiterate. Mm. 
They judge people by their color. They judge people by uh, the way they speak a language. Mm. They judge people from their past of poverty to richness. Mm. And they are very harsh. So there's this clanism that has started happening in the mm. world. Mm. If you are Hindu, you are here. If you're Muslim, you are here. If you're Catholic, you are here. Mm. If you're Indian, then all Indians are with you. Mm. And if you're American, then all Americans are with you. Mm. If you are Harvard, you are in that bracket. Mm. If you are vernacular educated, then you're in that bracket. Mm. So we are actually more backward than the so-called illiterate people of the earlier times. They mm. were more in, uh, open to inclusion. They were more open and brave to new experiences. So mm. it's time to tell people that all these designations really don't matter. Mm. COVID was that wake up, you know. Even if you were a PhD from Harvard, you still died of COVID if it Correct. happened to you. So how did your designation or Correct. your degree save you? Correct. But being a human being, you would have had somebody who was black holding your hand in your last moments. Mm. And you hated black people all your life. Mm. You know, we are in a time where we have to start saying change the narrative. You know, mm. you really have to change the narrative. Mm. Stop the congratulations mm. and let's start the conversation. Mm. Well because said. when we start the conversation, mm. then we will start doing what we are conversing. Mm. Congratulations is very far away. Mm. So, you know, as a speaker uh, on, on this topic uh, so extensively, yeah. Uh, how can we remove biases in our society and our businesses? Because you define it so well. I mean, you know, religion or if you're an Indian or an American or you're from Harvard or whatever, you know, and, and you're so right that these little, you know, groups or groupisms start to happen. But yeah. how do we remove biases in, you know, starting from, from the time we are children? So the, this is where it goes back to nature mm. and it goes back to birth. Birth is the place of unlearning coming into a scary place of learning. Mm -hmm. And that responsibility of teaching comes on the onus of parents and society mm. and the ecosystem. Mm. So till we do not tell in families that your responsibility, I would say the government should give a uh, eligibility certificate to mm. have a child okay. because you're going to ruin the future mm. if you do not give the right training mm. in the foundation. Look at a garden. The gardener is not biased to any of the plants that is in the garden. Mm. He gives the right nourishment. Mm. That is what the family has to give. You have to stop saying it's a girl, so she can do this. It's a boy. He can do this. She's black. I don't know if we'll find her a groom mm. or she's too gutsy and she speaks too much. So the husband will not like her mm. because when these regressive thoughts are inculcated into a person, it takes you 10 years first to unlearn all of this. Mm. That is garbage. <laughs> you know, total garbage. Yeah. Then yeah. it has to come in the curriculum of the school mm. to teach empathy, to teach listening to teach care, mm. to teach unity. These are, remove the chemistry and biology and phys uh, physics and start putting this in the curriculum. Mm, so true. And then 20 years later, we will see the result of a different garden growing, you know, mm. totally different one. Mm. Very, very interested. Uh, and, uh, you know, when you speak to companies or when you speak uh, in your capacity as a, as a global goodwill ambassador, Yes. What are some of your learnings uh, when you talk about uh, these topics? 
um, in front of educated audiences? So I've always said two things. I've said uh, having worked for over two and a half decades, mm-hmm. I have to be honest and say that I have felt that the men were more encouraging than the women. Mm-hmm. So when they keep doing this woman fighting, woman inclusion, woman uh, empowerment, I say, hello, hello, stop there. Mm-hmm. Because it was the women pulling the women down, firstly. Mm-hmm. It was the men encouraging the women. Mm-hmm. You would always find the daddy, the easier one, and the mummy, the one saying that if you didn't cook, you're going to have this problem. Mm. So within our own gender, we have to do a correction first. Mm. Because perpetrators like terrorists is a different breed. You mm. know, They're bad for any gender. Mm. They're bad for any country and they're bad for any reputation of any religion. Correct. We're talking about these biases. I say that one should not be looked at as mm. male or female mm. because... One's talent has to be looked at in the corporate world. Mm. Can she deliver? Correct. And if she can deliver, it's not because she is drop dead gorgeous, because mm. that's a demeaning statement. Correct. It is her talent that has delivered. True. The package was the gift from God mm. and your genes. Mm. So don't get confused with the gender. It's well the said. genes and the talent. Well said. Well said. What a great answer. So my next question to you, uh, Anne, is how does culture uh, impact inclusion? Oh, greatly. Mm -hmm. I mean, the India of 100 years ago, Mm -hmm. where Atiti Deva Bhava Mm -hmm. brought the whole universe to India. Mm -hmm. And today, the India, which is fighting on religion, Mm -hmm. is two different Indians. Mm -hmm. Okay, two different Indias. The -hmm. India I grew up in, I didn't know who the Sikh was or who the Hindu was or who Mm -hmm. the Muslim was or Mm -hmm. who the Catholic was. Mm -hmm. Everything was celebrated Mm in the 70s and 80s. Mm -hmm. And the Chacha was the Chacha. He -hmm. could be Christian Chacha, Hindu Chacha, and it didn't matter. He was Mm -hmm. just Chacha. Mm -hmm. You know, the world culturally was great in India. Mm -hmm. And the world culturally in other countries was also great. Mm -hmm. What has gone is the humanity. Mm -hmm. The empathy. Mm. What has come in is commercialism, mm. where the focus is not on your dreams, mm. but what is going to generate more uh, eyeball shots, mm. uh, sales, and what is going to put me ahead of others. If I have to stamp on them, I will stamp and I will go. Mm. It is forgetting the beauty of what we came from mm. and becoming the ugliness we hated. Well said, well said. So my next question uh, on uh, inclusion is that, you know, this is now the age when millennials, Gen Zs, they're now getting into leadership roles across the world. In What are your views on how are they changing the entire topic of us, you know, understanding of inclusion? I think some of the leaders are doing a phenomenal job. Mm. It's like some of the prime ministers and presidents also doing a phenomenal job Mm. where they understand that that role makes them belong to the whole world, that Mm. whole country, that whole company. Mm. And when they understand that they are the father, the the Mm. patriarch or the matriarch, Mm. everybody is included. It's like a dinner table. Mm. Is that dinner table for family? then everybody will be fed. Mm. 
if it's that dinner table for a party, then your favorites are given food. <laughs> yes. It's simple. Well yes. yes. Just well it, if you just make it simple in the head, mm. as long as we stay as a family, we are one world, one people, mm. one country. Mm. And that's why I always in my poetry write that India is not a border. Mm. India is a spirit. Mm. The most powerful statement of India is Atiti Deva Bhava. Mm. To be able to put your guest as you were to welcome God to your house. Mm. That gives me goosebumps when I think about it. Mm. Well said. Well said. So, and I've got time for uh, three or four questions for you personally now. Yes. Uh, because my you know, viewers and listeners love to get to know my guest a little better. Yes. My first question to you is that, you know, you said you were in the corporate world, you know, you have written poet, poetry since the time you were five or six. You've got such a vast uh, repertoire of different interests that you seem to be doing and you moved to Turkey. Yes. What would you say are three key milestones or pivot points in your life or your career? Ooh. So the first one was um, vulnerability. Mm -hmm. Okay, Re uh, being raised um, in eighties, um, um, beginnings of nineties, when I passed out from college and stuff, uh, women were uh, told that uh, in the corporate world, a man is preferred to a woman because women mm -hmm. cry, women show their emotions, they mm -hmm. get pregnant, they have this, they have that. So dealing with that whole vulnerability and trying to be mm -hmm. in the persona. Mm -hmm. Hmm. was a, a pivotal thing for me to um, overcome, hmm. I feel. And it took time, uh, but it, I also had great and fabulous mentors. I have hmm. to give the credit to them. You know, sometimes you're, you're blessed with a beautiful ecosystem in the corporate world. Hmm. That was one. The second was um, the strength to be able mm -hmm. to be authentic to myself again. Mm. You know, so I never took jobs that offered me um, a great pay scale. The pay scale came, mm. you know, it was never the focus. Mm -hmm. I was always driven by the creative work I was doing, mm. the project I was. So that was one pivotal point for me to always choose what drives me, mm. you know, uh, mm. professionally. And I was great at marketing and strategic alliances because I've realized I'm a peacemaker. Mm -hmm. So that's why both parties are always happy with me. So my bosses were great to put me in strategic alliances. Mm -hmm. I always mm -hmm. achieve that well. Right. So yes, that, that, that's the second one. Okay. And the third one was the time to realize when to step out. Okay. Now that's a very difficult one. Mm -hmm. When every month you're getting a huge paycheck coming mm. into your bank balance mm. as a credit, not a debit, mm -hmm. to be able to come to a point to introspect mm. when is enough. Mm. Amazing. Amazing. Very well said. And I don't think there will be too many people who will be able to just give up a fat paycheck and say enough is enough. I want to follow my passion. I want to follow my heart. So uh, I've got time for two more questions. Uh, my next question to you, uh, Anne, is that in a life so well lived, as you look back, what does success mean to Anne? Just being true to myself. Mm -hmm. Just being Anne. You okay. know, the beautiful movie of Harry Potter, mm -hmm. where J.K. Rowling uh, gave this special uh, dialogue to him. I'm just Harry. Mm -hmm. just, I'm just Anne. Okay. I think that's success. 
Wonderful, wonderful. And my last question to you, and this is a question on failure. And I, the reason I am asking, I, you know, I ask this from many of my guests is because uh, I have often said that parents in India don't teach children it's okay to fail. We are always yeah. told come first in class, go to head of the line, and that manifests itself in our behavior patterns. Of course. Uh, my question to you, Anne, is what have been your learnings from your mistakes? Oh my God, I have just gratitude mm-hmm. that they happened. <laughs> because if they did not happen to me, mm-hmm. I would not be on this path. Okay. Firstly, I think failure is the greatest blessing to a person. Mm-hmm. In that moment, you never see it. Mm. Why? Because you are surrounded by other emotions like disappointment in yourself. Mm. You know, uh, self-esteem gets affected because somebody else has been victorious and you haven't. Mm. And you start focusing on all the things which failure is not supposed to bring. Mm. Failure is supposed to bring an alert from the universe to tell mm. you that this is not your path. Mm. It's like, I'll give you a small story, if I, if you may allow me to yeah, tell yeah, you. Yeah, sure, sure. Okay. This story is, of course, fictional. Mm-hmm. There was a man who was in love with a Maruti 800. Mm-hmm. And he was a great believer. And he prayed all the time, all the time to God. And he said that, I want to go and meet God. So the mm. angels organized this meeting for him to go and meet God. Mm. And he was so excited, he couldn't even sleep, you know, mm-hmm. he didn't sleep. He landed up on time. And God asked him, why don't you enjoy all the fruits that are here and, you know, enjoy mm-hmm. the breakfast and we mm-hmm. can talk. And he said, no, 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 let's come to the point. I mm-hmm. want my Maruti 800 mm-hmm. and the red one, by the way. Mm-hmm. And I prayed and I've done everything possible for this. So I really want it. Mm-hmm. So God said, I don't think this is right for you. Mm-hmm. And he said, no, 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 you're God. You're supposed to give everything a person asks for. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. give it to me. So God said, I'm going to ask you three times. Mm-hmm. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. He said, yes, I am. He said, are you sure? He said, yes, I am. And he asked him third time, are you sure? Mm. And he said, of course, I am. Mm. So God said, okay, give it to him. Let him be happy. Mm. So while he was driving out, out of God's palace, again, Mm. this is fictional, Mm. driving out of God's palace, he saw this trailer Mm. that was driving into the the runway towards Mm. the palace, Mm. which had a Lamborghini. Mm. It had a Mercedes Benz. Mm. It had, you know, all the fancy names like Mm. Audi and et cetera, et cetera. Mm. And he was wondering, which man asked for this? Mm. So he turns around and comes back to God. Mm. And he says to God, mm. I'm sorry to take another minute. No, 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 time, that's okay. But can you tell me who is this for? Mm. He said, oh, that was for you. Oh. <laughs> so when there is a failure <laughs> and there is a closed door, mm. there is something bigger mm. waiting for you. What a great story. What a great story. And, and and on that note, I mean, I just love the story of the Maruti 800 and the Lamborghini. But, uh, and your you know, very, very wise words of there is something better waiting for you behind any door. Yes. I want to say thank you so much for speaking to me. Thank you for speaking to me about your amazing books. And I'm certainly going to look out for the trilogy. Uh, I'm sure it's available on Amazon. And I'm going to yes. ask all our viewers and listeners to go and check it out. Um, look for Andy Silva as the author, and I'm sure all the books will pop up. Thank you for speaking to me on uh, inclusion. And uh, I'm you know, grateful for your incredible thoughts on diversity, equity, and inclusion. 
And thank you again for uh, talking to me in such uh, detail about your own personal journey. Thank you and thank good you. luck. And I want to say thank you to you because I think you're making a great difference in this world. I would call you a light bearer. You are taking light to many people and at some level it will touch somebody's heart. Well said. So the service that you are doing is priceless. Thank you thank so you. much, Ashish. Thank you, Anne. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure. Thank you for listening to the brand called You Videocast and Podcast, a platform that brings you knowledge, experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just search for the brand called You.